Good morning, everyone, or perhaps afternoon or evening, whenever you might be tuning in. Today is the first day of Lent, a 40-day period of repentance and preparation for Resurrection Sunday. Each year, Lent begins on Ash Wednesday, which is today. Now, typically, we would participate in a collaborative service where we gather with other local area churches in reflection of Ash Wednesday. And if you're like me, you are lamenting that we aren't able to gather together in person this year. But I also believe that Ash Wednesday provides us with an opportunity, regardless of our ability to meet in person or not, to have a shared experience in reflection, information on this Ash Wednesday. Now, Ash Wednesday is intended to remind us of a sobering truth. We're all going to die. Now, I'm not sure this is the good news announcement that many of us wanted to hear in a midweek reflection, but this sobering truth, it has actually been a gift for the church, a gift that has become a part of an annual rhythm for hundreds of years, a gift and a rhythm that we are invited into today. Now, as I prepared this reflection, I was reminded of the song 4th of July by Sufjan Stevens. And it's a personal reflection of the night that Sufjan's mother died. And the song features this gentle piano and the lyrics are full of tender words reflective of a parent and a child and, and the relationship between a parent and a child and the song feels almost too personal too intimate it's it, it's as if you're eavesdropping on someone else's deathbed conversation but with about a minute left in the song the tender notes of the piano, they continue, and the listener is invited into the beauty of the song as Sufjan gently repeats the refrain, we're all gonna die, we're all gonna die, as the song concludes. And like Sufjan's song, Ash Wednesday, it invites us into the tragedy and the beauty of the refrain, we are all gonna die. Now, one of my favorite scripture verses, perhaps a verse that has shaped me as much as any other verse is Psalm 90, verse 12, which reads, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Another translation says it this way, teach us to realize the brevity of life so that we may grow in wisdom. If we were gathering today with other local area churches, each of us would be invited to receive ashes on our forehead as we are reminded and receive the reminder, remember you are dust and to the dust you shall return. The reminder as we receive ashes on our forehead, it, it, it can become a powerful ritual in orienting our hearts toward God. In scripture, ashes are symbolic of repentance. Beginning today, Ash Wednesday, we are invited to participate in the reflection 
of the fragility of our own lives and to join fellow brothers and sisters in a season of repentance. Now the word repent, it gets a bad rap, right? We often think of this word in moralistic terms like gotta get your act together. You gotta get your act together or it draws up imagery like creating lists of all the things we should be ashamed of, all of the bad things we've done. But the gospel invitation to repent is repent because the kingdom of God is near. When Jesus preaches repentance, he is inviting us into a new reality. He is announcing that God and his kingdom have drawn close to us. And this radical and gracious announcement, it requires a radical change in direction away from everything that doesn't move us into flourishing because the path that we're invited to take, the path that Jesus announces is one that leads to life. Now in this framework, repentance then is not a stick wielded by God to get us on the right path. You better get right. When we repent, no, it's because we have received a gracious invitation onto a road that leads us to life. The journey of Lent leads us to Good Friday and the cross of Christ, but we don't hear the last word until Resurrection Sunday. However, Jesus' life doesn't fast forward to Easter Sunday, to Resurrection Sunday, and neither should ours. There is a wisdom to be found in the whole story, and we are invited into the whole story, the tragedy and the beauty of it all, because there is a wisdom in the ashes Psalm 90, verse 12, teach us the brevity of life that we may present to you a heart of wisdom. Now, there are going to be lots of opportunities to engage this theme, the theme of repentance over the next 40 days. We're starting a new sermon series this Sunday called The Way, and we're going to be looking at the journeys Jesus took that led to the cross, eventually leading up to Resurrection Sunday. And there's also going to be guided reflections and meditations emailed out every Sunday. And these are created by Abby to go alongside our sermon series. But they're also going to be a spiritual formation resource for our church community for the season of Lent. And so I'd encourage you to keep your eyes open for the, the arrival of those reflections and meditations. But as we conclude today's reflection, which as a reminder, whenever we offer a reflection, a sermon, or teaching, it's really just the beginning of the conversation, my brothers and sisters. I'd like to provide us an opportunity to prayerfully engage the primary themes of Ash Wednesday by inviting you to pray Psalm 51 with me. If you're watching this, the Psalm's gonna be on the screen for you to pray. And whether right now or later today, I'd encourage you to make space to pray this psalm out loud. There's something beautiful and transformative that happens when we pray the psalms out loud. And if you'd like to pray aloud with me, 
I'll be using the message and reading verses 1 through 17 and offering them to God as a prayer. If you'd like to prayerfully listen, that's okay as well. But I would encourage you to find a few minutes today. If that is the case, you're just going to join me in prayerfully listening right now. A few minutes at some point today, I'd encourage you to take some time to start with a minute or two in silence and then to pray this psalm out loud in a translation of your choosing, whether you're opening up a Bible that you have next to you on a table or you're opening the Bible app on your phone, uh, choosing the translation of your choosing, that actually take the opportunity and, and to take a few minutes out of your day to pray this psalm out loud, whether now or later. Let's pray Psalm 51 verses 1 through 17. Generous in love, God give grace. Huge in mercy, wipe out my bad record. Scrub away my guilt, soak out my sins in your laundry. I know how bad I've been, my sins are staring me down. You're the one I violated, and you've seen it all, seen the full extent of my evil. You have all the facts before you, whatever you decide about me is fair. I've been out of step with you for a long time, in the wrong since before I was born. What you're after is truth from the inside out. Enter me then, conceive a new, true life. Soak me in your laundry and I'll come out clean. Scrub me and I'll have a snow white life. Tune me in to foot tapping songs. Set these once broken bones to dancing. Don't look too close for blemishes. Give me a clean, bill of health. God, make a fresh start in me. Shape a Genesis week from the chaos of my life. Don't throw me out with the trash or fail to breathe holiness in me. Bring me back from gray exile. Put a fresh wind in my sails. Give me a job teaching rebels your ways so the lost can find their way home. Commute my death sentence, God, my salvation, God, and I'll sing anthems to your life-giving ways. Unbutton my lips, dear God, I'll let loose with your praise. Going through the motions doesn't please you. A flawless performance is nothing to you. I learned God worship when my pride was shattered. Heart-shattered lives, ready for love, don't for a moment escape God's notice. Amen. Go in God's grace and peace today, church.